What's going on, Fibers? It's your girl, Steffi the Sunflower. And I'm Jess. I'm Isaiah. I'm Jeff. Wait, I'm not starting yet. Yo, socialize. We started. You can move the mic a little closer. He's like, I get a joke. We started, Carla. That's it. You didn't hear. You didn't hear the beginning. We're in the middle of a set. Goodness. What's your name, girl? What's your name? What's your name? What's your son? All right, all right, all right, all right. Now go ahead, do your like, thing. No, no, clearly we're not important. Yeah. Gotta, we started the episode. Gotta, like, <laughs> we're in the middle of the episode. <laughs> Y'all so gonna put this up. Wow. I'm Steffi the Sunflower. I'm Jess. I'm Isaiah. I'm Jeff. And I'm Gato. <laughs> well, I'm glad she remembered her name. We're moving Thank forward. Thank you for joining us, Gato. Yes. Welcome. You're about to be on the visitor chair. Wow. So today we're going to talk about a time in the life of a young seedling. What? What are you Duckling? talking about? <laughs> what is happening over there? What's happening with this episode? All right, we're good. We're good. That's it. That's it. You better be fat, and lean back. That is greasy. I mean, it's dry old. No, I need grease. Maseca. I don't think in that face. No, no, no. I sound like a bird. <laughs> hey, comment below if you want our cash app name for funding a 5x5. Five five. So, yeah. It's some donations. Yeah. Possibly a salary. Yo, no, I'm good. I. I'm good now. All right, Stephanie, hit it. All right, we starting over? Yeah. No. No, no. no. Oh, yeah, I oh, see. Oh, goodness. This bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, All right, whatever. All right, so we're going to talk about a time in my life that I went through um, while we were on break. Um, and it's a time where I had really bad anxiety. Um, if you listen uh, to our last season or the one before that, you know, we don't know. Um I did talk about a moment with, insi- with, with anxiety, but never in the way that I went through it now. And if I can be completely honest, that last episode of anxiety was trash. It was. Because it didn't help me with anything that I was going through. And yeah, you hadn't really gone through it like that. And I've had moments of anxiety, but I've never had a season of anxiety. It's different. Where yeah. you wake up and your heart is at your throat. Where you're insecure about everything. Um, so, like Isaias, I went through a season of anxiety. And up until a night, like Isaias, I prayed for God to break me. That's what I meant to say. There was too many thoughts in my head. Um, so, before this season of anxiety, I was already in church for three years. Um, and I kind of just came to church. And I was just like, all right, I'm a new person. The old man is gone. That's it. So... <clears throat> Sometimes I would read my words. Sometimes I wouldn't. I mean, y'all don't look at me weird. Y'all know it'd be happening. We all um, go through it. Sometimes I would pray. Sometimes I'd be like, God, I got you tomorrow. And I got to a point where I wasn't really seeing God manifesting in my life, where church was definitely what I believe in, definitely what I want to do. But it, I guess I was just kind of like stagnant. I hit a plateau. I don't know. Whatever you want to call it. Um, and I realized that. I realized that especially seeing people... Number one, I'm active. I'm active in everything I do. I just, that's just who I am. 
And then I just saw that I was just like not, not bringing anything else to the table. So then I was just like, it's definitely not God because God will give us the ability to do more things. So I was like, so it's definitely me. And that's how I got into that prayer of like, God, I want to be used by you. And I knew he had more in store for me because like a week or two before that season of anxiety was the first time that I ever heard God speak to me to speak to someone else. Um, and it was a feeling that I can't describe to you, but it's just nonstop in your head and you start feeling these weird spidey senses. I don't know. And, um, and I, and at that moment I knew that God wanted to use me, but I needed to let go of that barrier. Um, and it could be that I just took God's grace, which does exist, people, um, and just ran with it and never really wanted to deal with the inside. But I think for God to use us in our entirety, we need to give our entirety to him. And that's work through the things that we don't want to work through yeah. sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I know that now because going through it, I was dying. So at first it started off something very stupid, very basic, um, uh, revolving social media and then it turned into more than that. And it just kept having ideas. And I felt like, you know, like in the book of Job, how the, the devil asked God for permission mm -hmm. to, to mess with Job, basically. I felt like that's kind of what happened because it was a lot of different things. So, like, what made you anxious? Everything made me anxious. My job made me anxious. My marriage made me anxious. Everything made me anxious. Everything, everything. <laughs> I, I, you know, stuff that I did years ago made me anxious. And I'm just like why do I feel this way or why do I believe this still? You know, like I was just kind of caught in the mix. Um, it got so bad that I didn't eat for like two weeks. I could not eat. Like there was just a frog in my stomach. I don't know. What do you call it when your stomach is jumpy? Oh, nervous? Like a knot? I feel nervous when my stomach gets jumpy. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, my stomach was just out of whack. I couldn't eat. I wanted to eat. I wanted to be normal so bad, and I couldn't. And we were doing, sorry, that weight loss challenge. And we did, yeah. We? I'm sorry. I was in all the chats, but I wasn't in it. What was it called? Thanksgiving? Something? Slimming turkey. The slimming turkey. Slimming turkey. I named it. Which you won. Which I won, but I, it was a cash prizes too, y'all. But I wasn't going to take people's money because I wasn't okay. Um, more than anything... Um, it, it started the end of October and lasted all the way to about Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. I think Thanksgiving Day is the last day I actually had like a panic attack where I cried. Um, but it was just sporadic moments. Imagine working. My job requires a lot of me. And a lot of me, not because of what I do per se, because what I do is kind of repetitive, but a, a lot of my customer service, a lot of my personality. And I just didn't have it. I was on empty. So I was texting one of my comadres um, every day. I don't know how she got any work done. I was texting her every day. And she was just kind of, she took me back to the word. Like, you need to know who, who God says you are. You are in a battle and you are being defeated because you're not speaking up. Mm -hmm. She's like, use your weapons, use your power, use the stuff God already gave you. Mm -hmm. Which seems like it's great, but it, I didn't feel like that was going to give me a result quick enough. So in the beginning... I kind of wanted to fight it almost physically versus before I actually recognized it and acknowledged it as a spiritual battle. Mm. Um, Jessica prayed for me. And I guess I wanted people to do it for me. Jessica prayed for me almost every day. One day I left work early. Yo, you was balling at work. I was, I had such a bad panic attack, you she guys, at work. She called me and I'm like, well, um, I don't even know what to say. I'm like, oh, it's okay. Let me pray. And I prayed for you, I think, on the phone. On the phone. Then I came to your house. I was going through it. And that's when she started the Tuesday prayer, which I thought was weird. 
So I was, because of the position that I was in, I was like, I need God so desperately right now mm-hmm. that I'm willing to do whatever it is to just touch the hem of his garment. Like, if the hem was sufficient for the woman with the flow, the hem is sufficient for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I just need to reach that far enough, that close enough. Because then Jeff was really like, there's nothing happening. Because there was really nothing happening. You know, we were doing okay. All my bills will pay. But yet I was in a panic. Um, and I even had you pray for me some nights. Like, some nights I would cry. I would have nightmares. I would relive things that I did, times where I've done drugs, times where I've been, like, blacked out, drunk and stuff. Like, I would literally have dreams and be like, this is who you are. Like, you forgot about this, huh? And it was just so tormenting because it's just, like, it almost sounds like the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because it was the truth, but that doesn't mean that it is the truth. Right. Like, yes, all of that happened, but then God came mm-hmm. and God showed up. And I think that was one of the most powerful things that I needed to acknowledge and realize. It's just like, yo, all the enemy can do is use your past. Because there's nothing you did now in the future, you know, for him to tackle on. So all he can do is constantly remind you of the old man. Constantly remind you of who you were and what you did. Um, and it was so bad that... Uh, so I went to Tuesday prayer. I prayed, but I definitely felt God. I didn't feel like God abandoned me because in the beginning, that's what we feel. We feel like God forgot about us. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's a that's not a bad feeling because I do feel like we forget. We feel that way sometimes. Um, but then after that, I was just like, after that Tuesday prayer, I was like, yo, I am in a battle because you just showed up right now. So I was just like, so what do I need to do? I need to fight. Did I want to fight? No. I wanted my life to go back to normal. I wanted to watch stupid things on TV. I wanted to fight with my dogs and then go to sleep at 1030. Like, that's what I wanted to do. (laughs) But I didn't feel that way. At night, my heart was racing. It was just such a weird thing. But I was just like, if you're calling me to fight, then I'm going to fight. And that doesn't mean that because I decided to fight that I felt any better. I just made a decision that I didn't feel like killing myself anymore. I mean, whatever. Um, but that, you know, I was, it was time for me to step up. So at work, I wake up the next day. I still have a knot on my throat. I still feel shaky. I feel like everything's insecure. I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. I feel like I'm not worth anything. Like, I don't know. It was just so weird. Like, anxiety lies to you, people. And it lies to you in your head where you can't turn it off. Like, if somebody annoys you, you block them. You can't block your brain until you tap into your spiritual power. Yeah. So, um, it was so bad that every day at lunch, I would walk to my car, which is like seven minutes away, and I would take communion. I would go to the little gift shop at the hospital. I'd buy cranberry juice, because that's the closest thing that looks like blood. I'd buy Ritz crackers. And I would literally sit there and recite, this is the blood, the blood that you shed for me. You know, this is the body. I partake in the body. And, you know, just kind of go through that whole spiel. And I did that every single day. And I will ball every single day in the car. To someone who's never suffered with anxiety, you hearing this, you must think I'm nuts. You must think that I'm schizophrenic. But it is so real. I didn't hear audible voices, all right? Like, I'm not nuts, you know? But it was just the mind game, just the thoughts, the random thoughts, the the stuff that you thought you left in the past, but you possibly never worked through. Um, And... I just never felt that way anymore uh, before. I, I've never felt a way where I felt like I had no escape until I showed up to fight. And when I showed up to fight, every time we would show up to a Tuesday prayer, um, you know, I would pray stronger. I would roar louder. Like, yeah, you you have me paralyzed, but God, but 
God owns the victory. God is mm-hmm. the one that's on top. And I think that learning that, and once I kind of tapped into that, it got better because then my birthday came around. And by my birthday, I was already a little better. So we're talking about like the week before Thanksgiving or was it on Thanksgiving this year? I don't remember. My birthday came around. It was my birthday. Oh, is that? Yeah, my, my birthday's November 21st. Let's just go with that. You can look it up. And um, and I had a dinner with my church friends, with my ministry at church, with my, my food pantry. And, um, and it was one of my favorite foods. I love, like, food from, like, Britanga, you know, Cayo Pinto, Canasada, some fried cheese. And (laughs) yeah, Yeah, real good about now. And I remember that I served my plate, and I was super excited because even though it was a little expensive, I knew it was like good food. Um, I couldn't eat it because the knock came, and I was just like, "Why are you still here? Like, why do I still feel this way? Why do you still linger?" Um, and then. So I stopped eating, and I kind of went home, and I kind of just prayed and got into my word and was able to fall asleep. Then comes Thanksgiving Day, and you were over my house, mm-hmm. and, it, and I felt it coming, and I'm like, yo, I'm about to get anxious again. And I don't think you've ever, like, interceded for someone in your head before like that at Never. that time. Um, I didn't know you were doing it either, but I was literally cutting potatoes, and I was bawling. I had problems. What was wrong it's with a, me? We, it's all right. So um, I was bawling. And then I, I, I was kind of trying to hide it from her because it's Thanksgiving. Why are you crying on Thanksgiving? We're literally in the kitchen, like, cooking. I'm just like, yeah, I don't know what I was doing. And then I look over because I'm just like, you're a little quiet over there. You're never really quiet. Thank you. So I'm like, look over. And I'm like, okay. So I just kind of, at this point, you know, when you're dealing with that, you know, there's just so much that I can tell you where I need to step up and show up to, you know? So I needed to do what I know what I can do and fight the best way that I know I can, I can fight. At that moment, I didn't understand it, and we'll go into that with my episode, but... But I feel like, like that I was almost, pray. that was the start of your episode too. Like yeah. it's so funny how all of these kind of just Everything, like... Yeah, and I was going to say that too. Kind of works with one another. So God will praise for me. Not, she didn't lay hands on me or anything. She just kind of, I was just like, you know, I'm a little, like, I know I'm a little assertive. So I was just kind of like, I'm good. Like, just let me, whatever. And literally, I started feeling better. Like, you felt the burden lift out of nothing. I was just like, the heck just happened? And as I was praying to God, like, yo, thank you for taking this away from me. Like, now I can feel like I can actually enjoy Thanksgiving. Um, and then he was like, I think we were in the car for something. And, uh, and he was like, I, I was watching you walk or something. You were either walking to move your car or something. Yeah, and God, moving cars. Uh, God kind of just showed me you. And she was like, she's the one who interceded on your behalf. Give her the confirmation. And I was just like, the hell? <laughs> <laughs> And exactly how I talk to you guys, I talk to God, y'all. I'm like, sure. I'm sure. God's like, what? Excuse you? Yeah. I'm Come just like, in. what do you mean? Like, I don't even know she did anything. She didn't really pray for me. There was no oil involved. And then he kind of, when God speaks to you, it kind of just repeats in your, in your mind. It's something that you feel. 
So I lowered my window. I don't know why. And I was just like... You, I was like walking. I'm yeah, like, I was like, <laughs> you prayed for me in the kitchen and God wants me to give you the confirmation. Mm-hmm. And then you stared at me and I was just like, oh my gosh, it wasn't real! <laughs> 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 so you stared at me because... I stared at you because God was speaking to me so clearly in those... in Specifically, I guess, in like your... Because everything kind of inter, intertwines. Uh, I think it was... Well, I'll go into it, but it was either that week or closer to that week where he also kind of showed up at prayer too or something along those lines. So he was just really like confirming a lot of the things that I was doing. So the fact that you confirmed it or that he, you know, he was telling you to confirm it was just like here you are again you know so i was just kind of like whoa here he is again like so speaking to me of course she's staring at me and the first thing i do is doubt and i was like well did you pray for me and she was and she was like yeah i was praying inside and then i was just like oh okay you know then i felt better (laughs) um but all in all that was the last day that i i had anxiety um but i want to know what it looked like from your perspective what about you, babe? How did you feel? You didn't do anything wrong, per se. But yeah, I was going through all of this. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. How do you feel about it now? You still think it's weird? Um, like, I don't know, because it was just... I want to say, like, you would sometimes bring it up, but not much. So mm. I, I want to say you kind of, like, downplayed it. Mm, maybe. Maybe, but... Maybe personality but did you know that it was always there could you feel me different not always no sometimes because mm. you were uh like anxious i guess to describe it but it wasn't always one like around me at least yeah i also think like once you started to pray for me at night and i was actually able to sleep i mean he wouldn't pray for me out loud but he'll like hug me you were praying for me he uh, nodded yeah. yes, y'all. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I think, I think like, and I think there's such a power in a marriage when two are of the same spirit. Because once Jeff kind of, like, I was able to tell Jeff, and anxiety is something weird to explain. Because it's all in your head. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that it's not real. Mm-hmm. Um, and because you're not going through it, you're trying to describe a feeling that doesn't go away but that you don't even know what's the root of it. Because that's what everybody, well, what are you thinking of? Everything. You know, I just kind of went through a season where God kind of broke me down and built me up. Now, I'm not saying, I'm saying that in that time, I kind of had to address certain things that I didn't want to address to kind of find the power in me. So it was just so weird and so hard. What about you? Like, you've you've known me since the beginning, basically, because we got to church, to the same church around the same time. Four years in March. Yeah, we did. Four years in March. Dang. I know. So how you know me? How was it to see me through that? You know, I thought from like the moment it started, I'm like, oh, it's something spiritual, like a spiritual battle. I know your mom has like stuff that looks nervous or whatever. I'm like, this can't be what my mom is going through. This is something else. Cause God, she's in you and she's with you, and this is an attack from the enemy. Mm-hmm. That's how I saw it at, as and um. I prayed for you when you came, and I would pray for you sometimes on, like, on Tuesdays. Yeah, she would slap me with oil, y'all. <laughs> on my forehead. With, with authority, too. Not always, you know. Sometimes I'll stay far. Sometimes I'll come up. But, 
Yeah, I'm like, oh, I don't want to go through that, but Lord be with her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, God help her. The realness in our Jessica. <laughs> that is Jessica, 24-7. I'll be with her throughout the whole time, but I don't want to go through that. <laughs> what about you, Isaiah? I don't know. I think it was more like Jesse was handling that. So I kind of... I think so, too. I don't think I really brought it up to the guys. Yeah, because... so I kind of stayed. Yeah, I was... Like, I would hear about it, but I know... Like, I know Jesse told me about it when you came and she prayed for you and stuff. And I was like, dope. But I was kind of like on the sideline. It's a woman's thing. I mean, you know, that's a good thing about like having friends. Like, you know, there's guys and girls. And that was a kind of a situation where like your girls, you know. were No, but the guys could have intervened. No, I mean, of course. But I wasn't really like part of it. I was in my, I was in my, my cruise line days, you know. Oh, yeah, you're right. So I was, I I think you also came out of a lot. So, yeah. and I think overall I knew that I, that was something that I needed to do. Like there was only so many words people can point me to. There's only so many parts, like how Ish said to his friend, like there's only so many things that people can send <laughs> <Yo>. me. <laughs> I think it was something that I just kind of needed to like step up to it. What about you to see it unfold before your eyes? Um, just seeing kind of like the fears or whatever. It was, it was surprising. I think for me, because of your personality and you know we've been friends for a really long time so seeing you grow and mature in your spiritual walk and then like everything kind of like spiraled down in the way that you were explaining it to me you would always talk to me about it, it's just kind of like okay well you're the one who's always telling me that i have authority so it's just like what are you doing right now yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're the, one you're the strong me. one like yeah. what's happening here <laughs> so <laughs> why is this going like, down stop it like you know just kind of like shake you but i think it's i think for someone who also has dealt with anxiety a lot in your head so like you're sitting here and it's just like we're all chilling but it's really going on in your mind you yeah. know what I mean so it, the picture is different in your mind versus the actual reality of it so um, for me I mean it definitely opened my eyes to, for me personally to see my growth and helping you how to walk with you and be community to you yeah um, and I think more than anything is I received a lot of prayer from the elders in church. I had a bunch of old people from church, just houses in the Bible. And the message was always the same, kind of like show up to the battle. Like you always say these things. And I think sometimes in our Christian walk, we're used to like how Isaiah said, we're used to saying all these things. You know, God is victorious. God fights our battles. Mm-hmm. You know, his strength is in our weakness. But who the hell wants to be weak? Yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, what happens when we do get to that point? Mm-hmm. How to react when we do get to that point? And as and I didn't realize that at first. At first, I thought God was picking on me. You know, I was just like, I'm your favorite. What are you doing? You know, we know God don't have favorites, but let me say what I Steph said. Steph has established that she's God's favorite. He loves me. And he loves us all. Yeah. But he loves you differently. I never said you. that. I just said I'm his favorite. You're his favorite? Okay, okay. Just... I'm not Did saying he's... I send you a Bible verse the other day? It said something about God don't got no favorites. I know God don't got no favorites, but let me say what I say. If it helps her out, you know. So it. then I was just like, yo, it's me, though. Like, you feel me? Like, we're doing so much together. Like, <laughs> why? Why is this happening? And, I, and anyway, so going back to the elders praying for me and all of this, the message was the same, that I needed to show up and I needed to fight. And, man... When you fast forward to now, from whatever that was to now, um, I found my voice. Um, I realized that God does speak to me, that God did give me authority, 
that when I step into the room, everything has to shift because I am in the room. And it's not because I'm great, but because God is great in me and because he has made me this way. And yes, I've made mistakes, but that no longer matters or that no longer exists because I am a new creation in him. Mm -hmm. And and I think that was a hard part because the lies and everything seemed that way. It seemed like, yo, I am a terrible person. Like, I am rude. I am obnoxious. I am super upfront and confrontational. And it was just like, you're not those things. Like, you are powered with me. And I still may be, you know, a little confrontational and stuff, but there's grace. And not only did God give me grace, but he also deposited grace in me to give to others. Um, and even so, like, um, it, and I started thinking about that part when we had a 40-day fast. And, you know, sometimes on a 40-day fast, it's a long fast. And some days you may eat something you're not supposed to eat. Mm-hmm. And instead of, I felt like, before Christ's death would have been like, well, why commit to something if you're not going to commit to one? This time around, I kind of thought about it. And I was like, yo, we make mistakes. Like, just because you fell back one time doesn't mean that this is, you know, that this is over, the this reality. is broken. Yeah. yeah. You can just pick up tomorrow where you left off. Right. And I don't think that would have happened until I was broken down because my, my every area of my life, I guess in, in everything except financially until now. Go figure. But every every area in my life, to me, in reality was fine. But to me, in my head, was in shambles. Um, just because maybe I just didn't accept God's truth. Um, but since that moment, I've read my word every single day. That's why like I'm like on 170 days on streaks. So you have more, like 200, no? No, not yet. I'm not at 200. Oh. Um, but I developed a habit. Because I needed God so much in that time, before I got up from my bed, I couldn't get up. And I told myself, you can't get up until you read your word because you need to start the day with authority. Right. Um, and that's a habit that now I wake up, my alarm rings are turned off, and I open the Bible plan. Yeah, sometimes I have to reread it again at 11 o'clock, but at the end of the day, I made that first connection. I didn't step onto the floor until I first spoke to God and first had that word with God and see what he had to say. And my life has been crazy ever since. Like, God sends me emails. Oh my God! Tell us about them emails you get. Yo, you gonna tell me it's not weird? Yo, God sends me emails. So there's this email people that I didn't subscribe to, and I have no idea how they found me. And in the beginning, they some they they started off with sending me one random email, and I was just like, "Who are you? And how do you know what's happening in my life?" When I tell you that it was like word for word for what I was going through, it was just weird, right? Luckily, I am who I am, and I share things with people, because or else people right now would think I'm crazy, but they saw this build up. <laughs> then it came up, so then it would be like, sometimes it'll be two times a week, and then sometimes I wouldn't hear from this emo people for a month. But both two things were like exactly what I needed, boom. And then it turned out to be like weekly, and it's just like, how are you watching me? And who are you? <laughs> who are you? <laughs> And where do you come from? What is that, you? It was weird. I was going to say, though, the good thing throughout your whole anxiety thing is that you ran to your your community at church. That's true. And you weren't quiet about it either. Mm-hmm. you imagine if you like, could try to keep this into yourself? There was people going to think you're crazy if you start running your mouth? And you would have, I don't know. That's how you set yourself up for failure, too. At, at the level that my anxiety was at, if I didn't run to church people and to God, I don't know where I would be right now. 
I'm telling you flat out. Because it was just that strong and it was that consistent the whole time. Yeah. Um, but more than anything, definitely grateful for the community. If you heard my last podcast, I started talking about food and stuff. Forget all of that. I ain't eat for two weeks. The food don't matter. I mean, the food probably still matters, but um, what's main important is that you connect to the source. You connect to God. And that seems like the last thing you want to do. And you may be mad that you're even going through it. Now, don't get me wrong. I do believe that there's some science to it. And I do believe that some people definitely do need to take prescriptions for it. But I also think that one of the... God speaks to us in our mind, right? I, I, I haven't met anyone that has audibly heard the, you know, the voice of God except like Moses or whoever. But... God speaks to us in our mind. And in that same mind is where the enemy tries to confuse you. Mm-hmm. And tries to convince you otherwise. Opposites of what the Lord says. Yeah. Yeah, I think it just like what you were saying right now. It goes back to what our pastor says. Like, nowadays we, we try to give prescription for things that before we would pray for. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it was... You, and you could have gone to, the, to you know, to medicine... For that situation, but you knew where to go and and look at you now, you know, because you could have taken prescription for it, but it would have been dependent on that. Yeah, and you wouldn't be where you are now. Like you wouldn't like finding your voice, finding you know like like more of your identity and and all that. Medicine doesn't give you that. You know, that's only that that's something that only you know spending time with God, reading your word and praying gives you. You know, and really believing on who He says you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, because there's so much more out there than we say and there's so much more um that we can become if we allow ourselves because in those moments of anxiety i had control of nothing and i gave everything to the lord yeah and i'm like i have no idea what i'm feeling i have no idea if this is ever going to go away i don't know anything i was like but i just need you to intervene and inter intervene in a powerful way which i think was also good because then we picked up the youth you know um and there was just so many other areas in our life where, you know, we were basically writing our own teachings and classes. But yeah. ima- but imagine us trying to do that from a place of disbelief. Yeah. I think also, in retrospect of everything that you went through, it was like you were tapping into a whole new level, a whole new identity in your walk, spiritually, too. Yeah. Because now, like, you know, we were just saying, like you said, you were saying, you found your, your voice, found your, like, spiritual gifts too a lot of things have unfolded before you that probably wouldn't have come along if I was you didn't have to go through that yeah. yeah so how do you feel now though like in retrospect of everything that you went through can I be honest yeah parts of me I feel great like I definitely know that I have a voice and I have more and I definitely feel like I can walk with authority and I do think that God called me to do specific things mm-hmm. um spiritually Um, but some parts of me, I am grateful that I went through that. And also I'm like, I never want to go there again. No, of course. Like, (laughs) you see, (laughs) like, but I also feel like even at moments of uncertainty comes, like, I think I explained, I don't know which episode anymore, but I think I've explained that Jeff and I both aren't doing well financially now due to the coronavirus, uh, pandemic going on but even as i wanted to get anxious and how stuff still don't make sense you know i know that god is the provider 
And I know it from a different standpoint. Because before you can recite it because you know it. But I know it because I've seen him come through. Because you live it. And I've seen him come through for you. Yeah. You get me? And don't get me wrong. I still have my moments where I check in with my friends and I'm like, hey, uh, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's happening. I'm about to move into my parents' house. Somebody help. You know. But then it's just reassuring that God has a plan. And to kind of break into that since I just brought it up and whatever. Um... This week was Holy Week. I don't know when this is going up. Nobody knows anything right now. And uh, <laughs> wow, <laughs> um, this week was Holy Week, and on I was in the shower, and Jeff was home. What day was that? I don't know what I, day. I Monday. Know. I can't read your mind. Oh, I thought about the same sometimes I think you can. And um, and on Monday I think I got out of the shower and I was just like, oh, I'm gonna ask my my mom doesn't really go to church. She believes, but. And um, and I asked her, I was like, hey, do you want to read, like, the book of John with me? It's, you know, it's the story of Christ just when he's older. Um, and she was like, sure. And to see my mom read her word and everything, and even, and I was telling her, like, you know, she was telling me what most people's parents who don't go to churches, you know, God is everywhere. You can connect with him everywhere, you know. And I was just kind of telling her about the importance of community. Especially since uh, very recently at our church, we've been in a very community thing. Season. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, at the end of the day, there's a purpose of everything and there's a purpose of an encounter with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, and just because you feel like you're not where you should be with Christ doesn't mean that he still can't use you. He still won't use you because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we are his vessels if we accept him. And then, so then, whatever, I leave the room, and I go see what Jeff was doing. And she's going to the kitchen, and to kind of get to the, to the kitchen, you have to pass by my room. And she was just like, well, what if your purpose was for me to start reading my word again? And I was just like, whoa. Did you, this, you're telling me that? Yeah. <laughs> did this just happen? But it goes to show you how, even though my sister is in her word, and my sister is a strong, mature Christian, how sometimes it... If the task is for you, it can only be done by you, even though somebody else's credentials yeah, may you seem, can be, yeah. you know, you can be qualified, but if it's not what God called you to do, then... Yeah. You know. And my mom asks me, like, one day we were here, and Jessica kicked us out, and... <laughs> wow, she totally did that. And, But it goes to show you how everything lines up, because I get home, and my mom's like, oh, you're here, come, let me grab my Bible. <laughs> and that. literally, I mean, I didn't really want to at the time. But I did it just because it's just like, dang, like I started something Mm -hmm. and now she likes it and wants to continue with it. Um, So God has definitely been my source, but I couldn't have done it without my community. Yeah. And maybe that's part of the reason why all of this is happening. and, And I'm not saying, look, be happy that you're there. I mean, you don't have to, you know, do the coffee and all that stuff and cook. It's it's great for you. Yo, she be taking you know? care of my man and her man. I'm like, how you do this? But maybe this is the, the reason for that season, you know. And obviously things will get better, you know. You guys will eventually be back, you know, in your own place, doing your own thing, in your own thing. But, you know, I just say, like, y'all going to be doing life, you know, in your own house. Like, yeah. With nobody else around. You know, that's all I'm saying. But you know, take it as you want. But you know, but this but is yeah, a family show. 
<laughs> no, but hey, it's been worse before. Okay, I've done better. Not to mention, I had a slip up in one of the youth classes, which I didn't oh even know. I said, my I God, said something, I and I kid you not, I had no idea I even said it. And because the youth is how they are nowadays, everybody peeped. I was just like, everybody giggling. Everybody is giggling. I was giggling. Me too. Because y'all so mature. For real. I want to say you were giggling too. I don't remember. You probably were. Everybody was left. Can I can I say what the joke was? No. Sure. Might as well. I mean, no, no, but it's not even like the appropriate episode. But it was it was Just say not the joke. No, no, no. It was not what I was supposed to say. It 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 was taken the wrong way. What I said was not what I had in mind. What did you say? Because I said we were talking about God being at the cross. And I said, yeah, he only covered one thing. When I said he only covered one thing, I, I literally just meant one. If, if, if private parts weren't private and, God would, and Jesus would have only covered his, his eyes, my sentence would have still been the same. He, <laughs> I just want to make sure I said eyes, as in E-Y-E-S, okay? What does that spell, okay? Why? <laughs> this is uh, what I left. So... <laughs> If he would, I would have still said he only covered one thing, his Thank eyes. Thank you for listening. <laughs> but no, but then that's people, our next people took it the wrong way. So that's that. That was it. I don't know what you just said. I don't know. I'm going to cut that out. That's getting cut <laughs> no, out for sure. No. That's getting cut out. <laughs> completely left from the rest of the episode. E-Y-E-S. <laughs> you know, yes. I, I said, yes. I said eyes, but I didn't want nobody to make a mistake and think I was trying to say something else. Just in case my, you know, my pronunciation, my pronunciation was off, you know. You could so. have said nose. Nobody can confuse nose. You're right. You're right. But anyways. But anyway, yes. back to my anxiety episode. He said yes. I don't know how we went there. So forget my first anxiety episode. That episode was trash. No, but I'm sure sure people were still able to relate to that, yeah. you know. I think everybody has yeah. different levels of anxiety, so... Yeah. And I do think there's different triggers to anxiety. Of course. Yeah. Um, also, I think that just because you go through a spiritual hardship doesn't mean that you've done anything wrong necessarily because it's, God's not a God to punish. He doesn't punish you. I mean, he used to, you know, back in the day when he, you know... Just open up the... the I earth. mean, there's consequences now. There are consequences. Correct. But it's not like, oh, this is happening to you because God is punishing you. Right. That's not the kind of God we serve. Mm-hmm. And I think some people take that Old Testament God and forget that Christ came for grace on purpose. Now, that doesn't mean take him for a fool, but, uh, you know, like Jessica said, there still are consequences, but God doesn't punish you. But if anything, like how it says that, you know, your endurance will build your character... That is 100% truth because a month and, and two weeks doesn't sound like a lot. And then I was scared because I was going on the cruise with these people. And I'm like, what if I have anxiety on the cruise? And that, who, happened, that happened to me once. Who wants to be on the like cruise Like two years anxiety? ago. I woke up in the middle of the night and I started walking around the cruise. Oh, I remember. You, so, you spoke about it one time that you were sweating. Yeah, I literally woke up. I walked out. Justin never knew this. We were actually on a cruise with my parents that time. I think it was, and I walked oh, you out. Tell me, what if you go a little cuckoo and want to jump? Out? I wasn't. I wasn't. I was like, I told myself, I'm not going out to like to the side <laughs> of the, because I was like, no, because you, at that moment, like your mind isn't right. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just gonna walk. Like I stood by the door because if you've been on a cruise, you know that that, that door opens, that breeze that comes in from you outside. You should have made yourself is, an ice cream cone. Is. I would have totally made myself an ice cream cone. You remember like, the ice cream cone I made, Jeff? <laughs> 
so inappropriate. That's why you can't start. But see, then, what did I say? I was just an ice cream cone. I made Jeff. Thank you. We for had a competition. We had a competition on on the cruise, and I completely won. But anyways. Anyway, if you or anybody you've known, like how we ended the last anxiety podcast, if you or anybody you've known has gone through something similar, a spiritual battle or anything, you can definitely send them our way. Yes. Um, because this is the group that got me through it, along with a couple others. Um, and you're speaking from someone who's been in the pit with you, who's been in the fire with you, and who knows that in the moment it doesn't feel good, but that doesn't mean that it has to be that way forever because God has given you a voice and God has given you power and authority um, as, uh, in his spirit that lives inside of you. So if you are that person, you can always write to us or comment below and we'll do our best to follow up with you. Yes. And we're out. All righty, Fivers. That was all for this week. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to leave your thoughts on today's episode. On our Instagram at 5x5podcast. See you next week. God bless.